Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Ba-ba-da-da, 835 America. And as we are in our Friday show, and for many it's kind of like, you know, the beginning of the end, where it's been weeks, we've been locked down, and politicians, and those who hate Trump want to destroy the economy, and they had bad models, you know, 200 million people are going to be infected. Serious, there's no doubt about it, but it's could be time to get things rock and rolling. Family's been cooped up, husband and wife cooped up. They really do need our world-famous marriage talk segment. Now more than ever, is everybody's ready to get back to, uh, get back to normal, whatever that was prior to all this happening. So husbands and wives, now that you're together, let's do our world-famous marriage talk segment where we focus on the glory, the sanctity, the holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Sure, it cost me a job, but you know what? There's always another one, Chuck, right? That's right. Uh, my wingman for many, many, many years has been Robert Kosick. He wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. And we're very like-minded. And just, just take a moment and just look at what God has created marriage. What's up, Mr. Kosick? Happy Friday to you, Sam. Hanging in there? <laughs> well, are, you ready? are you ready to get back? I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm so ready for this coronavirus thing to be behind us, as, as is everybody else. So I know, like you and I, we're out, so our, our daily routines haven't changed much, but you, you can still feel the tension in the house with, with the family members who are stuck in the house. So it's, uh, I'm ready for it to be behind us. True. All right, America now more than ever, because close quarters for long periods of time create anxiety and agita. Let's inhale. And exhale, do it a couple more times like I do the show, and let's focus on marriage. Here you go, our world-famous marriage talk segment. Content is on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick, marriage coach, author, church deacon, has, he pens these. We are now up to marriage tip number 293. Good job, boss. Thank you. The topic is toilet paper. Odd, we're going to talk about marriage and toilet paper. Up until about a month ago, nobody in this country gave toilet paper or paper towels or cleaning supplies a second thought. They're everyday things, and for the most part, have always been there whenever we needed them. However, now that they're not so readily available, we've come to a place where you value it a lot more. So how much toilet paper do you have in your home? And we're not talking about the rolls in your bathroom. We're talking about the things in your marriage that you assume will always be available and will always, you know, be there, be done for you, things like laundry and meals and chores. While it may not be intentional, we often take our spouse for granted, just like we did for toilet paper. Taking something for granted means failure to properly appreciate someone or something. Never a good idea, especially when it's that someone is your spouse. So two ways to avoid making your spouse feel like toilet paper. One, show gratitude often. And in ways that use both words and actions, Robert Kosick. All right. So this one here, we're trying to do a little bit play on words. Obviously, toilet paper is a hot topic these days. I uh, never did quite understand it, but it is. And and the whole thing was, you know, we're just so used to these essentials always being there and just being available anytime we needed them and things that needed to get done got done and whatnot. And, and, and I started thinking about what's causing some of the tension in the homes right now with the, you know, people being cooped up and whatnot. 
And I think it's come down to a lot of people just really under the pressure of getting things done and just assuming that everyone will do what they've always done. And that's not necessarily the case right now because things are so different. And I think everybody has to rethink how things are being done. But most importantly, the ones that are, are doing it really need to hear that we appreciate what they're doing and we value what they're doing. Uh, the task of doing the laundry and cleaning the, the house or taking out the trash or mowing the yard, whatever it is, have a little bit more value to them these days. And it just, it's just not such small things anymore because it's a, it's a big deal to make sure those things are still running in light of everything else, working out of the house and things that are going on. So take a little bit of time to not only say that you appreciate your spouse, but also show them in different ways. You, you let your actions follow it as well. Love it. You're listening to our world-famous marriage talk segment, Fridays, 8.30 Central. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, and you can follow along. Uh, here's another way to avoid making your spouse feel like toilet paper. Occasionally offer, <laughs> occasionally offer to do the task for them, or at least offer to help with the chores, Robert Kosick. Yeah, so this one here, we, I had a friend of mine years and years ago who's, whose wife was one of these people who just does everything, right? She, she's a nurturing, caring, takes care of the whole thing. But she would get very mad that she did all those things. But then when he would, would offer to help, she was like, no, no, you can't do it uh, because you couldn't do it right anyway. Right. So it was this constant friction, right? I, but all she really wanted was to say someone to say thank you for doing all things. It's her nature. She's not going to not do things. I mean, you, you say I need I need another glass of milk. So she'd be the first one to jump up and say I'll get it for you. That's just the personality. But what you have to do is just say, can I help? Or what ways can I do that for you? Or can I take that off your hands for tonight? Just the offer to help sometimes alleviates so much pressure to say no, no, I'll do it. I just wanted you to recognize and value and appreciate the fact that I'm doing it. And that's sometimes all you really need to do. So he did this, and he just asked to help with different things. And she said, no, I'll clean up the table and everything, but maybe you can just bring this stuff over to the sink. And that particular holiday was a much better holiday because she still wanted to do everything. She just wanted a little bit of help and a lot of recognition and appreciation for what she did, and everything was good again. I love it. So it's not very, not very difficult to, to handle. Interesting sentence, two ways to avoid making your spouse feel like toilet paper. But, no, I understand what the, the metaphor is, but show gratitude and occasionally say, can I help? You're right. And we've all known that, that woman. No, 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 I got it. You know, because yeah. yep. they, they got a way to do it. But at least jump up and offer. Got oh, it. Absolutely. Yeah. Easy uh, enough to do. Like, I, like I, don't, I don't tend to load the dishwasher anymore because my wife has a very logical way of doing the dishwasher. And uh, she opened the dishwasher one time and she went, oh, my gosh. And, you know, commenting on the way that I just threw everything in the dishwasher because that's what a dishwasher is supposed to do, wash the dishes. Although I think ours is really just a sanitary component because everything's washed before it's put right, in the dishwasher. Right. It's just sanitizing it. So, so I don't wash the dishes. I don't put the dishes in the dishwasher anymore. I just clean them all, stick them on the counter, and let her go do her work. And so it's one of those things where let them do what they want to do, but help out where you want to help out. Love it. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, 830 Fridays. What God ordained Hollywood and the godless thought left hate, and that is marriage of man and woman. They hate it. Oh, my gosh. You should see the garbage on television. Uh, the second part is our hot and heavy marriage tip. You can follow along, husbands and wives. It says ordering pizza. Intimacy can be a lot like ordering pizza. Sometimes you both crave pepperoni, so you order pepperoni pizza. Sometimes she only wants pepperoni, but he wants six different toppings. So you order a pizza with half pepperoni and the other half. His six toppings. Other times you'd be happy to get any type of pizza. So you let your spouse surprise you. It's perfectly okay to get different types of pizza on the same night. 
What's not okay is getting your pizza from a different place. Hmm. What could he possibly be referencing? Robert Cotter. Pizza. <laughs> Who doesn't love pizza? Oh, pizza is that is what it is? It's pizza. It's pizza. And, and couples so often want different pizza. Uh, you know, some want to have lots of different variety on their pizza, and other ones just want to have a plain old cheese pizza. And, and it's okay to want different pizzas, uh, you know, at night. And sometimes, though, you have to compromise and you have to be flexible and, and uh, do things a little bit differently. You can't have just plain cheese pizza every single night. That gets kind of boring after a while. And you can't have all kinds of different varieties because that gets too complicated sometimes. So be flexible, think through it, and, you know, be accommodate each other when, when they have different cravings. And, you know, when you both want the same thing, that, that's a great night. And when you want different things, it's okay. But just don't go looking for your pizza at different restaurants. So all the same restaurant. Now, some, some dim-witted Democrats listening are like, <laughs> why are they talking about pizza? It's 844 in the morning. I don't understand it. Oh, hey, I'm Sicilian. I can talk about pizza any time of the day. Actually, me too. Me too. <laughs> Uh, our world-famous marriage talk segment, real quick, um, what kind of, because you're a marriage coach, and i got a minute, what kind of advice do you have to couples who, husbands and wives, who just may be on the the last vine of the string of patience because they're cooped up together, they're banging into each other, not in a romantic way, and they're getting on each other's nerves because of the close quarters, Mr. Kosick? Right. So, so communication is huge. That is, that is such a big deal. There is tension. There is anxiety. There is fear. Those are at the root of all that tension and that getting on each other's nerves. You got to talk about those things. Whatever's happening on the surface is just on the surface. It's not probably what the root issue is. And you're probably feeling undervalued. You're probably feeling unappreciated to some of those things too. And just if you sat down, go for a walk just calmly and say, look, what about all of this stuff? is the most tense for you? And how can we go about doing things to relieve some of that pressure and some of those fears and some of those anxieties? If you stick with the what and the how questions, you'll get to an answer pretty quick. Avoid the whys and all those kind of things. Just stick with the what and the how and together come up with a solution to alleviate some of that pressure, alleviate some of those fears, and recognize that when there are fears and anxiety, those are real. Whether you think they're valid or not, or they're over-exaggerating uh, by washing everything every time they t- step outside, you know, just, <laughs> you know, spray yourself right. down. And, you know, right? So if, if that's where they are and that makes them feel more comfortable to wash everything every time, if they, if they make you get undressed in the garage because they want everything to go straight to the dishwasher or straight to the washing machine, fine, accommodate them because it will alleviate some of the pressure, even though it may seem absolutely ridiculous to you, right. it's not ridiculous to them and acknowledge it and just kind of go with it and just lighten up a little bit you know, and go for walks. That, that's going to be a huge deal to go for walks. Our world-famous marriage talk something, because I've often said, you know, ditch the clothes, get soapy with your husband or wife in the shower. But a lot of people yeah. can't do that because they, everybody's home. It's not like I know. kids were in high school or college or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. and it's still a little, close, a little cold outside to go outside in your bathing suits and spray each other down with a hose, but you can have water balloon fights. You can have yeah, whatever if you want to just have some fun and play Twister or something, you know, and uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's different things you can do to, to make up for that time, and that's what we talked about this several times ago, uh, you know, several weeks back where we said the Bible says if you're going to take a break from that for a while, it's okay, but just agree on it 
and pray during that time, and you'll get through it. Um, this isn't going to last forever, and everything will be back to normal. And I know you and Denise were just talking about wanting to go on vacation. I'm looking at ordering pizza every night for a week. Oh. Uh, when, <laughs> so, when this is all behind us, anyway. I just want to go to a bar and hit on her, you know? There you go. Um, there you go. I can't wait to go back. All right, uh, America, that wraps up our world-famous marriage talk segment. Focusing on the glory and the sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Truly what God ordains Hollywood and the liberals hate. Wingman's Robert Costa. Get the book Honor the Vow. HonorTheVow.com. Happy Friday. I'll talk to you next week, boss. Yeah, you have a blessed weekend, Sam. You too, child. Back in a second. Aim 1070, the answer. Yeah.